Alright, so it's 30 minutes past the hour of 9 and it's the 5th day of Effective Living Series. And this week, this week has been on personal leadership. Uh, we started off with Michael Ohinefa on renew, reviewing the year and getting ready for 2020. Then on Tuesday, we, we had Joyce Sikachum, who is a corporate trainer and a coach on effective self-leadership. On Wednesday, the 18th, we had Kalebayuku and we discussed fiscal fitness and wellness physical wellness and fitness and that was on wednesday yesterday which was thursday i had akosia konedu yadom who's a nutritionist talking about diet and nutrition and this morning my guest is dr ok safo Now, it's live and interactive, and um, we will be discussing some very key issues. My guest, Dr. Ohini Kwabnasafo, is the CEO of OKS Consult. He's a medical officer at the Pantan Hospital, and he's also a researcher for Kantanka Suyaye. So, he's going to be giving us uh, some basic knowledge of mental health. What are the major mental health ailments what are the key risk factors what are the key signs what do you need to know about each of them and also how do you maintain mental and emotional equanimity (laughs) if you have questions send them to us on whatsapp 054-998-6996 So if you have questions for my guest, please send them in as we deal with the issue. So, Doc, great to have you. Good morning. Um, good morning, Apple. It's good to see you again. So you you are, you are a man of many parts. You you are the CEO of OKS Consult, but you also work at Pantan. Yeah. Uh, gen, is, is it a general hospital or? Um, so I'm at the medical OPD department. So we have psychiatric wing and we have the yeah. polyclinic. Yeah. Because the, the, that hospital is one of the known me- facilities that does mental health. Yeah. Apart from the one at Akafo uh, and Akrasakachi. So there are only three. Yeah. I see. What, what kind of pressure is on you guys at uh, Pantine? Um, it's huge. Um, bearing in mind that um, you don't have the right funding to support mm. mental health in Ghana. Mm. So the burden of mental health, health is actually growing exponentially. Mm. And um, very soon um, we would get several problems having a tripling effect on our health system. Because some basic things that we could do earlier on has kind of failed. Great. So what are you going to talk about? Give me a, a, a quick overview of how you've discussed. Okay. So in general, um, we're doing uh, mental health and emotional well-being, mm-hmm. and we'll be discussing um, what is mental health in general. Mm-hmm. What are the various risk factors or causes of mental health diseases? Mm-hmm. And we'll zoom into depression and suicide. Mm-hmm. Then we would look at emotional health and love okay. and how they together play an interrelationship and making sure you are healthy as a being. Brilliant. So when, when, what is mental health? Maybe that's where you want to start from, right? Yeah. So mental health in general, according to um, WHO, is actually a state of well-being where an individual has the potential of carrying out your day-to-day activities Mm -hmm. you know your potential you're able to 
overcome the various stresses of life and communicate or relate productively in your community or your space. So your ability to think, feel, behave, relate well with your environment, deal with the stresses of life as mental health. Amazing. So when we say there's a mental health disease, what, the, what are we talking about and how many kinds do we have? Okay, so when you say mental health illness or disease, mm-hmm. and it means um, it's a derailment of what is normal. That's mm-hmm. a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So there's an alteration of how you think, how you feel, mm-hmm. how you behave, how you relate with people, how you deal with the stresses of life, the mm-hmm. ups and downs in, in life, and the impact of this particular thing on your occupation and function. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there are several mental health diseases, I must say. So you have um, the mood um, disorders, mm-hmm. talking about depression. We have the psychotic disorders, talking about um, schizophrenia. We have anxiety disorders. We have suicide. We have childhood um, psychiatric illnesses, the autism, the um, Asperger's syndrome. All these are mental health illnesses. But we so you group them. So you yeah, have mood disorders. mood disorders. Exactly. You have psychotic, have psychotic disorders. You have we have anxiety disorders. disorders. Yeah. And then you, you have, have childhood um, psychiatric conditions like um, autism. Mm-hmm. We have childhood depression as well. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah. So what, what is the mood disorders? What are you talking about? Yeah. So mood disorders are in general conditions that affect your state of being in terms of your mood. And um, examples, as I said, we have depression. So in depression, you have problems with how you think. And there are several scopes we use in diagnosing people with depression. Mm -hmm. So on a scale of nine disease conditions, nine symptoms, I must say, you're looking for how you relate in terms of your ability to um, do what you actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So, loss of interest in what makes you happy. That's what we call anhedonia. Mm-hmm. And you having a depressed mood. These are two main um, things you look for in diagnosing depression. So, loss of interest. Yeah, loss of interest and anhedonia or ehedonia. That's anhedonia. Yeah, that is lo- loss of interest in what makes you happy. Oh, so that's the name. Exactly. Anhedonia. Yeah. Then we have a depressed mood. So, you not being yourself you being depressed mm-hmm. is also a symptom aside that we have sleep disturbances so persons with um, depression comes with sleep problems so either they are not able to sleep at all or they are sleeping too much okay okay they also so have extremes. problems exactly either not enough or exactly too much. and more so they also have problems with appetite they are either eating too much or not eating too little okay and um, these people also sometimes have what we call low energy. They drive to go through the stresses of life. So they are not able to mount a response to stand stress in general. Some of them also have what we call guilty feelings. So they are not happy. They feel events that happen around them is as a result of their actions. And that is what tips them into such a depressed mood. So <clears throat> loss of interest in things that you typically have found exactly and then a depressed mood you call exactly. anhedonia then you have no the, the, the loss in loss of interest anhedonia exactly and forgive yeah. my ignorance and then you say there's disorders of sleep yeah extremes extremities exactly. of luck not sleeping at all yeah which they call insomnia yeah and then 
or too much sleep exactly and then either loss of appetite or eating too much exactly and then low energy exactly but too much energy is not bad too much energy will go in the jurisdiction of mania the manias exactly exactly okay so again guilty feelings guilty feelings and we also have concentration problems people persons who are depressed are not able to really concentrate okay but are there depressions in um, occasioned by things like pregnancy or childbirth yeah or so loss of a so are there sit is I want I know is this situation now maybe the person is they call it postpartum depression is, yeah. are those things also possible yeah yeah so they are all part of the various forms of depression mm-hmm. so if um, we have postpartum depression we have um, what we call um, postpartum blues so I'll describe this too so postpartum blues is what you get right after um, before depression so people give birth because of the stress of childbirth they have fatigue they are stressed out they cry and this happens two to three days after childbirth and if they don't get the right social support then they tip to depression that's postpartum depression and with these people all these symptoms we made mention of will come into play that's when they have depressed mood okay. they having so when the blues come and you don't yeah. get the right social support exactly. it can lead to postpartum exactly. depression exactly so in general and how long would postpartum depression last oh postpartum depression can continue so you can have mild moderate severe wow mild moderate severe and postpartum depression can continue till you know one of the important symptoms exhibited in depression is suicidal ideations wow so some people end it all with suicide so if you have depression and there's no well managed and you progress you might end up taking your life interesting exactly so that's the the depression anything else on depression okay so um before i take depression Mm -hmm. um i think i I would i would like to give a general scope on how mental health diseases come about go ahead exactly so Mm -hmm. we have the what we call the trilogic relationship Mm -hmm. so we have what we call the host factors Mm -hmm. we have what we call the environmental factors Mm -hmm. and we have what we call the agents okay so the host factors are more or less like the predisposing factors Mm-hmm. And um, you're talking about your genetic makeup. Okay. So people, in general, there are some families who have that tendency of getting mental health illnesses, mm-hmm. age-wise. Mm-hmm. So young adults, extremes of age, they are at risk of getting depression. Mm-hmm. Also, sex. Gender. That's gender. Mm-hmm. So males and females. When you take females, females get depression more often. Than more often, males. exactly. And um, if you take suicide, females attempt suicide but males complete it so you have more attempts of suicide from females but males complete suicide when they when they when, when they when they try to do so mm. again um, generally generally exactly okay. then so that's th- these are the host factors now we come to what we call the precipitating factors that's things that will more or less like trigger you to get mental health illnesses and um, we have loss of a loved one Mm-hmm. divorce disappointment you being actually sacked failure in an exam so, so all these job, exactly all like these um, those are the environmental factors, factors which are what's that, what, what we call the precipitating factors okay so they can trigger a mental health illness and we have what we call the agents mm. the agents are things that affect your brain 
So you have to, we have people who have suffered road traffic accidents before they had head injury. Mm. So it's a risk factor glaring at us in case they mm. get any other mm. trigger they can tap into any of the mental health illnesses. Okay. Again, we have people who get cerebral malaria. Mm-hmm. We have people who get meningitis. People who do alcohol. People who do drugs. All these groups of people have that. So, cerebral malaria, yeah, head mening- injury. Exactly. Meningitis. Meningitis. Those who use of alcohol, alcohol and hard, hard drugs, drugs exactly. are all agents. Exactly. So, where Which, the agent is... Uh, so, what is the agent from so the... the agent also precipitates. So, agents are under precipitates. Also precipitates. I and see. And based on the circumstances, could also serve as a predisposing factor. I see. You are using interesting words. Precipitate, predisposing... <laughs> Very powerful. It's uh, 26 minutes past nine. Today we are doing Mental Health 101 with my man, Dr. Ohenike Safu. So you're still on how mental health, health diseases occur. Okay. Exactly. Host, environmental agent. Yeah. Host could be gender or hereditary. Exactly. Environmental is essentially situational. What happens? Exactly. Somebody has lost a loved one. Somebody has lost their job and stuff like that. So how do how does knowledge of these three then help in managing Okay. Mental health. Then. So, um, with a good knowledge of this, you you take history when you see a patient mm-hmm. or a client with me- mental health illness, mm-hmm. and you having this history helps you please the patient better because mm-hmm. you know um, some 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 will need medications. So, in a case of say depression, mild moderate depression wouldn't really push to start medication readily, mm-hmm. but severe depression you are doing um, medications. What's how do you, what's everything mild and moderate and okay. severe? Okay, so what sev- mild, moderate, severe has got to do with the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So in general, for severe depression, you have the five things, five of the nine things I mentioned. Okay, happening, but mild, you have two or three. Okay, the moderate will be four of that yeah, exactly so, so the stuff you mentioned like loss of interest exactly. in what makes you happy the, uh sleep disturbance oh, exactly. i see so the mo- ma- the, the severe has almost all including suicidal thoughts ideations yeah or thoughts yeah wow so that's a general overview of so this host environmental agent thing applies to all oh, mental health exactly okay exactly. okay exactly. because you know when we were in secondary school they would say don't smoke we yeah. Because you get mad. That's exactly. what people say. Exactly. So it's actually the Ecubian agent. agent. Exactly. I exactly. see. And ask with alcohol. Exactly. Interesting. Right. So can we just go back to depression? Then you okay. sort of said a lot about depression. Okay. So depression, um, assistance now, data on depression is around, we have about, about 650,000 people suffering de- depression in, in Ghana from WHO. Are records. you serious? Yes. 650,000 yes. people. Yes. Yes, and that's for severe depression. For mild to moderate depression, wow. you have 2.1 million people hey. ha- having mild moderate depression. And wow. um, in general, for mental health illness, if you count four people, one of them has a mental generally. illness. Generally. So that should tell you the burden is around 25% of your population. And yet, we don't even have more than five hospitals dealing with this on a exactly. large scale. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Wow. So that's depression. Yeah, that's depression. Quickly finish on how is, how, how is it managed. Okay, so with depression in general... Or treated. Um, yes. Exactly. So you are doing your, uh, what we call, behavioral therapy. So you see a psychologist who will talk you through, understand the various factors that probably brought up your depression, mm-hmm. and see how we mm-hmm. can use um, various 
therapies, speech therapy, mm-hmm. behavioral therapy to mm-hmm. get you out of that depressed state. For severe forms, you would have to literally admit them and treat with medications, the antidepressants, before they can get out of depression. And some also end it all with um, committing suicide. Antidepressants. Yes. An antidepressant. I see. Yeah. Those are the medicines you we use. use. Yeah. All right. So now let's talk about. So the mood disorder is depression. Exactly. That's the main mood disorder. Yeah. Then you said there was something called psychotic disorder. Yeah. So psychotic disorders. That's where schizophrenia comes in the picture. Um, so with schizophrenia, it's a psychotic disorder. It's chronic. It's progressive. It affects your the your your. It has an impact on what we call hallucinations so it comes with hallucinations it comes with delusions schizophrenia also comes with what we call disorganized thoughts and speech so a schizophrenic has problems with how what he hears so they often have what we call auditory hallucinations exactly so they hear voices Mm -hmm. so if you are hearing voices it's not a, 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 a normal mm-hmm. um, thing that should, you should really experience. So sometimes they end up hearing two people having running a commentary on what they are doing. So that's one of the things. Two, delusions. So you have fixed false beliefs. So some have delusions of reference. So um, some some schizophrenic listening to us now might think, ah, they are talking about us on radio. This is it's me, it's me, Kwesi. I'm the one they are talking about, exactly. Some also have what we call thought broadcasting. Whatever they are thinking of in their mind, they kind of feel it's it's out there for people to assess. Exactly. Schizo is, uh, I'm sure it's... it's, it's, it's uh, I think it's a Greek or Greek Latin. Word. It's a Greek word. That yeah, means, which means split. split. Exactly. So two. Yeah. yeah. So if they say, it means, that's why you said sometimes you hear two two types of voices. Or it means they have a split, split. personality. Uh, okay, so oh, what, schizophrenia is not a split. It's, it's not split personality. Exactly. So the word was actually... Um, identified by one Eugene in 1911, mm-hmm. okay, who um, taught split, which is, which is schizo, mm-hmm. and um, the phrenia is your, uh, the mind. So, in general, people allude or links it with personality, but schizophrenia on its own has got to do with psychosis. Okay. So, how you think, your behavior, and characteristics like what I just described. And just like depression, it has host factors, it has environmental. Exactly. And it also has agents. Exactly. Exactly. And it's expressed across. Interestingly, what do you mean expressed across? Mental health um, illnesses sometimes don't have a formula. So you have all these things glaring at you. You might think it will follow a typical um, format. But for all you know, someone who probably lost a loved one, that will be the trigger for her schizophrenia, and that could also be a trigger for someone's um, depression. Exactly. So it's all about taking a good history. You're saying you can't predict it. Exactly. It's not something you can say because this has happened. What is going to happen? Exactly. 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 So the psychotic disorder. Are you saying that the main one is schizophrenia, Schizophrenia. or there are others? So the main one is schizophrenia, which is actually causing a lot of um, problems now. If, if you take about um, 16% of psych- psychiatric conditions now are schizophrenics. And um, it's one of the main reasons why um, people with mental illnesses are actually admitted in the hospitals. I see. Um, is there any particular age 
or gender okay. that this condition is predisposed to. to okay so in general schizophrenia affects males and females um equally okay and um age-wise for males it's earlier so we have um early 20s mid to early 20s for males for females you are looking at persons um who are late 20s and the early 30s exactly so you're, you've said also that there are hallucinations there are delusions, there are delusions, and then there's disorganized, also disorganized thoughts, thoughts and, and speech. So speech, they have pressured speach. What are you talking about? So, um, so they, they 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 are not able to express themselves. Mm -hmm. That's one. Some of them also have what we call wet salad. They can say so many things at the same time, which does not really make sense. I see. Now, I'm asking these questions because <clears throat> most people listening are not trained. I get you. So what I'm hoping to do is for you to tell people things that. When they notice, they should. They can then say this, this is, is possible. Exactly. Uh -huh. So what what should, should the untrained person, person look, look out at. for? Okay. Exactly. So so hearing voices is one of the things mm -hmm. for schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. Two, if you realize someone is kind of redrawn, social okay. redrawal. Mm -hmm. uh, so a talkative who all of a sudden keeps to himself or keeps to herself, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a red flag. More mm -hmm. so um, when people who are very coherent start making sentences which don't really mm -hmm. make uh, sense mm -hmm. you have to look at that as well mm -hmm. moreover um there's a blend in schizophrenia mm -hmm. we have some other symptoms which are also in the, in line with um depression so some would also come with okay. depressive symptoms like the anhedonia mm -hmm. i spoke about so mm -hmm. lost lost of interest in what really makes them happy mm -hmm. some would also come with um inability to speak at all mm -hmm. their mutism some would also have um what we call not being able to um excuse me a, a depressed a depressed mood mm -hmm. exactly so they will ha also come out with some of the symptoms of um depression so sometimes they don't fall in straight groups exactly you can have a blend, blend of exactly. the psychotic and, and the mood exactly wow that complicates the issues further so when you see these things you have to seek mental health uh, mental health exactly uh, I, I see because as you said it starts from mild it can become moderate exactly. and then severe. severe so rarely does somebody come up with severe at once yeah so if you see it early it could be mild and can be treated exactly. before it gets to moderate and then eventually severe Perfectly. right so early detection mm -hmm. and diagnosis is key for, mm. for management mm. so and uh, your inability to pick it up early mm. puts the patient in a in a very bad state all right so when it comes to so i'll give myself when, when you want to know if you are healthy physically you can go to a doctor and say i want you to run a test on me so they take your samples they do everything and say you are okay do you recommend such things for mental health to to say okay without any trigger without anything i should just go and sit in front of the doctor okay yes, and say doctor okay yes. after i've done the physicals I want you also to screen, screen me. me. Is, the, is, is that yeah. possible? Yeah, it's possible. So um, how will you do that? Yeah, so there are there are questionnaires we usually use. Um, okay. Yeah. So for depression, so we, normally for the common ones. Mm -hmm. So for depression, for instance, there are questionnaires that help you identify whether this particular person is suffering from a mild, moderate, or severe depression. Mm -hmm. and there are quite a number of people moving around with that. Okay. But they feel, especially the men, they feel because they are men, they don't have to um, show weakness. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can go to a doctor and ask the doctor to screen you for a mental health disease as okay. possible it's yeah. possible it's yes done. All right. it's done.
Time is 9.37. This is the Effective Living Series, day five of our first week, which is focused on the person. And today we're talking mental health and emotional wellness. My guest is Dr. Ohini Kwapena Safo, CEO of OKS Consult, a medical officer at Pantan Hospital, and a researcher at Kantanka Shinyaye. Is that a university or a school? Um, so it's a school. Yeah, it's a research hub. Um, I see. So yes, you're a researcher? Yes. What do you research into? Um, so we research into plant medicine. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, I remember Operation Feed Yourself. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And they oh. just ended exhibition to we exhibited some distillates from really? Atlantic Yeah. You, you, you will come to that later. Maybe I'll give another chance to talk about that. So you've done mood disorders and you yeah. said the main one is depression. Yeah. Psychotic, you said the main one is schizophrenia. Let's go to anxiety disorders. Others, yeah. What, so, what is that? So um, in general, anxiety disorders are... Uh, it's a condition that comes with worry. Mm-hmm. So persons with anxiety, just as the name goes, have excessive worrying mm-hmm. over things which in general pers- people might not even worry about. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, there are various forms. We have generalized anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. People, <coughs> some people get anxious for no reason. Generalized it's anxiety, anxiety disorder. disorder. So there are symptoms you'd look at for people with generalized anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. So someone who has this condition, they, 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 they worry in general, that's one. Mm-hmm. Two, some have what we call palpitations. So at a point in time, they feel, they have physical symptoms. They feel their heart is beating very fast. They are sweating. They are not able to concentrate. They feel something is going to happen to exactly. them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They are not able to concentrate at, 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 at work. Mm-hmm. They have um sleep problems as well mm. appetite problems as well and um these people in general don't really know what is the cause of those anxious feelings mm-hmm. exactly so um there are several classifications i was saying so we have generalized anxiety disorders we have those who have what we call panic attacks mm-hmm. okay and um people with this panic attacks also have more physical symptoms so the sweaty palms heart mm-hmm. beating very fast um confusion not able to concentrate having abdominal symptoms mm. all because of an impending they feel there's an impending doom exactly and these symptoms goes uh, a long way for us to pick it up we get worried when it affects your activities of daily living okay so if you experience these things and you're able to manage and do every, go about your usual day-to-day activities in a mild form, then it doesn't really call for so much worry. But immediately, these things prevent you from carrying out your activities of daily living and it affects your relationship and your occupation. Then you have to be quick enough to seek mental health. Again, is this something that the person affected will know or it's the person observing? So sometimes those affected know. Some of them have insight in the condition. They will know. Yeah, some know. Some are also not aware of it. So it's insidious. It's gradual. Mm. So you living with them will be able to tell, "Ah, I'm identifying something pretty unusual with you. How can I come in? So is it possible to have an anxiety disorder and not know yourself? And that's what we need to tell you. Um, Or you typically know. It's possible, but these um, symptoms are so glare. So Glaring. typically, you yeah, you 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 pick Sleep them and up. Appetite exactly. disorders, palpitations, a lot of worry, sweaty palms, feeling of impending doom. So, 
you, you for everything you said you gave a name when when i ask you about psychotic you mentioned schizophrenia when i ask you about mood you mentioned depression so anxiety disorder is there a particular name name for oh or that so one or the anxiety yeah yeah as a group for so, for example so, so we have so the examples are the generalized anxiety disorders an example again is the panic attacks or the panic um okay yeah panic attacks. attacks exactly and generalized anxiety, anxiety disorders yeah. I, I thought they had names oh okay because i've heard of people use words like dementia okay dementia. They, they, then they mentioned delirium they mentioned delusion okay so i'm thinking that there could be specific oh, names for these okay. things so those are also other mental health um conditions, conditions yeah. okay on their own yeah they are original monansu they are not i see so these are anxiety disorders so yeah. you've done the three then you also said there was suicide suicidal you use the word suicidal thoughts and suicide something yeah suicidal ideations Editions, exactly why do you call it suicidal ideations okay so um it's, it's suicidal ideations primarily um as to say you you have suicide thoughts you have the intent of committing suicide so you have a lot of exactly ideas of suicide coming where to does mind. that come from um in general um so people who commit suicide have there are some risk factors we always look at mm-hmm. so most often gender is one of them okay so we have um if we take males and females i said um, females in general would commit or will attempt suicide but will not complete it males would attempt and complete suicide that's so why. if you see reports of suicide is more male than female. exactly again um age-wise Mm-hmm. We have the young adults and the elderly more committing suicide. Than middle age. Exactly. Okay. Again, um, so we have um, depressed people with depression also commit suicide. On the spectrum. Exactly, on the spectrum. Yeah. I see. Again, those who have actually lost family relations, no spouse support, divorce, they are also triggers. Mm-hmm. Those people who do alcohol, it's also a risk factor for suicide. People describe alcohol as a drug. Is it true? Alcohol, yes. Alcohol is a, is a drug. drug. I yeah. See. It's a drug. I see. Because I'm asking that because you used, you said you in depression, you give people antidepressants. Exactly. So what kind of drug is alcohol? <laughs> and people even say caffeine. So we have, with the drugs, we have stimulants. Mm-hmm. We have sedatives. Okay. okay. So, um, stimulants. Stimulants, yes. So is coffee a stimulant? Yeah, so coffee will stimulate you. In general, so caffeine is a stimulant. Exactly. So all those energy drinks, drinks that stimulate you are stimulants. stimulants. Exactly. And then which one is a depressant? So the, the do, as in drugs that would stimulate no, you. Yes. Okay. So we have the so that would be um the 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 diazepans. So these are medicines. Exactly. Okay, they are not like medicines. things you take. So when you take mass skincare, you feel like sleeping. <laughs> What's, what is that? So the, it's, a, it's a small less sedated you, but that's not drug. Um, that's not a drug. I see because for example, when they drink palm wine, they feel some way. <laughs> I see. So there's the anxiety disorders, and then there's also specific. So you're talking about suicidal thoughts. Exactly. That's what we are, we are, we are on suicide now. Good. So again, do, is it something that the person from the outside can detect? Yes. Or is it the person suffering? Is who have to know? Okay. So 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 there are things we use to help. So all these risk factors I'm mentioning out are more or less things that would help you say this person is at risk of committing mm-hmm. suicide. Mm-hmm. So um, as just like I said, it doesn't really come so easily. Mm-hmm. So someone might have depression. One, you've not been able to pick up the depression. Good. Before you realize, they would 
terminate their life but most often they announce it they start they saying yes they start saying i feel like ending it all i'm not so happy and there are some three questions which um, we are particular about if they start tell you, telling you one um how they want to kill themselves mm-hmm. where they want to kill themselves and if when talking like that exactly then it means it's imminent the next thing you realize they've actually terminated their lives so when people start talking about, about that, don't don't take it as a joke not at all not at all don't be don't be talking like that you should you should get interested and talk to them get close to them listen to them that is the word mm-hmm. so empathy is very important in healthcare mental health care your ability to listen to them alone goes a long way to help them ask them and and this is what um the old folks were doing because in the olden days because of the extended family system people are able to pick up children behaving funny or adults behaving funny or unusual and talk to them just to take but what if the people of? don't want to talk don't forget there are people with temperament we are told exactly. that there are people who are melancholic Conic, some exact, people who are sanguine, sanguine and those exactly. is there a relationship between temperament and predisposition to mental health okay so um in general we have uh, uh pre-morbidity so we, we have people who are just as you said very quiet and reserved mm-hmm. so those people it will be very difficult for you to pick it up when they are depressed mm-hmm. as compared to persons who are outspoken Okay, mm-hmm. so the outspoken ones immediately they get quiet. You know, um, this ama or ajua is acting unusual, so I have to probe, ask why it's so exactly. So, um, it's there are gray areas, there are, there, are, there are circumstances or periods where you will not be able to pick it up for some people, for some, and for majority, I must say, you'll be able to identify because they say it, mm. yeah, they, they talk about it. All right, so you, you've discussed the three main types of mental health. You also have suicidal thoughts. Let me read some questions for you. I was going to ask you to talk about dementia. Okay. And then I've also heard something they call Alzheimer's disease. Okay. And stuff like that, which I'm told certain age groups are more predisposed to. But let's read some questions for Doc. Uh, 054-998-6996. In the end, he'll also talk about um, emotional wellness. Yeah. which I think is the object of today. Good morning, Bernard. Wonderful presentation by Doc Safo. I got in touch with him at the Pantan Hospital after his presentation last two years. He was very helpful. This is Faisal. Faisal, thank you. Actually, Faisal is not the only person who got in touch. I think last year, somebody else got in touch and sent a report that you were quite helpful. So um, I'm, I want to say thank you for that. Um, good morning. Can I please have doctor's contact? I have a couple who lost their two-year child, and I believe they might need help. Augustine from Tema, you are very thoughtful. So basically what Augustine is doing is that he's seen an environmental factor. Exactly. And he believes that... As an, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a trigger. And Augustine is empathetic. So by contacting you for them, he will probably prevent them from getting into... Depression. Great. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of behavior we are encouraged. So essentially people say a lot of times when somebody commits suicide, the people around them also failed in a way. Because if they had been more observant or... Even those with depression, they would be more observant. They would have picked, they would have picked it up. So, Augustine, thank you. Bernard, ask your guest if he will consider this an anxiety disorder. I get overly worried about things going wrong, especially about thoughts of possible financial difficulty. Everything I set my mind to do, I always have this feeling it will go wrong and my heart beats fast. It doesn't stop me from achieving results, but I can't do away with that feeling about things going wrong. This is Foster. Okay, so this, in, in general, um, so this, this wouldn't be anxiety disorder. In general, people have different coping mechanisms mm-hmm. with stress mm-hmm. and financial stress is part, work is part. 
So you are, you're, you have different ways you mount up um, anti-stress mechanisms to deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, he is able to handle his work. So it's, it's, it's um, I'll say, there are the natural ups and downs that comes with, with life. Exactly. So if it starts affecting, affecting his productivity, productivity your, your daily living stuff, your work and relationship then but you could you not to. say this is a mild version um it depends so just as i said you know mental health um everybody one way or the other kind of exhibits some mental health um symptoms mm. but in milder forms which we are able to deal with however immediately they start getting to you through work through relationships mm-hmm. then it means it's a problem okay exactly more comments uh Bernard, i get eager and highly anticipatory when i plan to do something it's as if i just can't wait for the time to come so i get it done ask doc if this is a mental condition mental problem yeah so that's a, not a mental condition you know we, we always get anxious in expectation of um something some people get anxious when they're going for public health speaking they get so that's those anxiety stuff will all come rumbling stomach Sounds like sweating you shake, you shake exactly so these are normal so they are normal yes it's when it now, becomes excessive. excessive perfect when you are palpitating yeah. your heart is beating your hand is shaking sweaty palms yeah panic attacks some people even have shaky voice so you're able to pick up those things from um how how, how they carry out themselves and um, for the milder forms with good mastery of um, public relations skills, they get over it. Okay. But if it's a problem, they wouldn't pass with all these ones. Good morning, Bernard. Interesting show. Please ask Doc where bipolar falls among the moods, psychotic and anxiety disorders. Also, I want to find out if mental health is covered by NHIS in Ghana. Okay. So he's, he's okay, so mentioned a term called bipolar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I, I forgot to you didn't mention that. that. Last yeah. time you did. Yeah, I did. Yes. I did. So bipolar gets in the uh, uh, mania. You know, I, I made mention of manic disorders. Yes. Exactly. The manic, so, yeah, we have even treated that. Exactly. So when you get to mania, okay, now mania in general has got to do with you having um, some specific symptoms. You have an elated mood. Mm-hmm. You are happy and you are so you have so much energy to spare exactly so manic persons have that elated mood they have so much energy and um we have what we call they are talkatives manics yeah people with many are talkatives they talk too much um again uh, they have flight of ideas mm-hmm. racing thoughts they have a lot of energy as i said Mm-hmm. Um, um, persons with mania also have um, what we call uh, there is yeah so pe- persons persons with mania also have um, what we call uh, they are hedonist exactly so they, they they carry out activities without thinking of without thinking of the Consequence. consequences exactly and they sometimes are easily distracted okay hedonist so, exactly that, that that word is uh, it's almost like excessive um pleasure yeah yeah hedon yeah. Hedon, hedon of course there's an, a curve called the hedonistic curve but that's a different matter here exactly. okay so, so you are saying that bipolar is one of the manias yeah that's what you say. we have 
bipolar one bipolar two but in general where bipolar means what you have two two, pers- two kind of um so you have persons with mania and depression mm-hmm. at the same time at the same time but um most often person the person would, would have exhibited one earlier before the other set in i see all right um we will talk more about bipolar maybe on a separate program when we have more time bernard can you ask your guest how you distinguish between your inner voice and schizophrenia prince because you said there was a yeah. schizophrenia could be voice yeah yeah so voice um with schizophrenia so you hear someone talking to you mm-hmm. so you hear someone not your own voice not your own voice okay so um so there's an external voice speaking to you it could be a voice sometimes able to tell you it's a male or a female and um, it could be two voices from two people running commentary on the activities you are carrying out I exactly see. that's different from your own In, voice. inner voice yeah good morning awesome presentation by your guest please can you recommend foods that may reduce mild depression and also highlight on foods that may fuel depression okay so in general um i would say depression um when we get to the biochemistry of it you you are having um low levels of what we call dopamine which is a neurotransmitter and in general Mm-hmm. These um, dopamine is a, new, a chemical which is formed from proteins. So amino acids are the precursors for dopamine. So most protein-containing food, and here I would lay more emphasis on organic. Um, this is a very important thing I would like your listeners to really get. You know, um, it's like building a house with original blocks. If you get in fake blocks, the, the the house wouldn't be healthier or strong as original blocks would do. So, eating organic food in general helps you produce organic amino acids, which are precursors for these neurotransmitters. Like dopamine. Exactly. But if you don't eat well and you eat genetically modified food, you end up producing GMO amino acids. Hey, not that and these GMO amino acids produce GMO um i'll say neurotransmitters like dopamine okay which is not real which is not hey, yes natural and um this is part of some of the researches we are actually doing at kantanka so you, you feel that we should diet 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 is very important okay fine but without going to gmo or non-gmo the, the person is asking so you're saying protein so protein containing food so in general soya um chicken um taking in uh, beans all these food substances would give you amino acids which will then secrete yeah, dopamine which will help you synthesize the, yeah, what dopamine. does that dopamine do for you yeah so dopamine, <laughs> <laughs> dopamine. so dopamine in general is a chemical mediator that helps you uh in terms of emotions mm-hmm. it helps you with your activity of movement mm-hmm. it helps you in learning mm-hmm. it also helps you um have good memory Okay. Exactly. Dopamine. <laughs> the big name. Mm-hmm. Essinam from Tema says she often speaks to herself when she's alone and sometimes when she's in public. Is there a mental illness or depression? Is there any way to overcome it? Okay, so it depends on how these things are happening. So once in a while we all speak to ourselves. Yes. To ask questions on what you are doing and what's wrong. Yeah. yeah. But in the event where one you are hearing stuff and you are communicating with that voice. Mm. And it's so bad that now you don't even feel like doing your routine activities. You don't feel like going to work. You don't feel like 
relating with anybody, that's where there's a problem. My partner talks to herself all the time. Please, is it normal? What condition is it? Okay, so, so talking to self, again, so uh, as I said, if the person is constantly talking to self, you have to seek uh, mental health help or mm -hmm. aid because it could be a person is actually hearing voices mm -hmm. and responding to those voices. Is there a way to differentiate between depression and anxiety? Also, is there any drug to cure it, Christian Ameko? Um, as you said, there's antidepressants for depression. Is as at, Look, let me not try and sort of diagnose on the radio. We're just basically saying, if you see something unusual, I need to go and talk to a specialist. Exactly. You need to go to a hospital and talk to somebody. Exactly. We're just trying to give you the tools for you to know no. what to look out for. Exactly. Great. Um, let me end by asking you to go to the emotional wellness okay. because i think we have only two minutes okay so when we say emotional well-being give me some one or two tips okay. so and then you also announce which number people can call if you want okay. to get so emotional well-being in general um it's it's a subset of mental health mm -hmm. okay and so it's also got to do with how you think how you feel how you behave if you think feel and behave well mm -hmm. we say you are emotionally healthy okay there are several papers which have actually established mm -hmm. that Emotional health is proportional to happiness. Mm -hmm. If you are happy and and success. So if you are happy and you are emotionally healthy, you are likely to be successful. That is one. Two, emotional health is also linked with your ability to build a good immune system. Is it? So people who are always happy and have good support systems around them, people mm -hmm. speaking positive stuff into their life are able to fight disease conditions mm -hmm. recently an israeli paper established that love mm -hmm. is actually one of the risk factors which protects um human beings against heart attack your risk of heart attack wow. and your risk of recovering from heart attacks so if you are in a very unhealthy relationship it's not advisable for you to continue because at the end of the day you will be emotionally unhealthy <laughs> and your risk of getting heart attacks wow. is equally high. And uh, still with emotional health, mm -hmm. we know that um, anytime you, you get stressed out, you're emotionally un, 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 unhealthy. Okay. And uh, research has shown that if you take even students who are preparing for a paper, most of them are not able to withstand the stresses which comes with the paper because they are immune system, their faculty of thoughts, everything is down. Mm. If you, and such people are also very prone to viral illnesses as well. Wow. And um, these things go a long way to tell us that uh, we understanding emotional health is mm. very paramount. Mm. Now, I always link emotional health with love. Mm -hmm. And understanding the language of love helps you balance life out better. Mm -hmm. So, um, if, you're in, if you're in a relationship or you uh, married, you there's a need for you to understand your spouse in terms of their love, their language. love language, very important. Whether there's is gifts, mm -hmm. whether it's um physical touch, whether it's quality it's time, quality time, yeah. So, all these things are very necessary to help you relate with them uh, better. Mm. So, emotional health is actually one of the areas um research has is actually delving deep into mm. because it's now also being postulated as the cause of certain physical illnesses interesting exactly we'll have some more time for that later not today but thank you how do people reach you can you give me some con sort of contact uh, so you have a phone number 
which you can WhatsApp. Is it zero two four nine? six nine nine eight zero nine so that's zero two four nine six nine nine eight zero nine you can also go on facebook and you see dr oks on facebook dr oks uh, are you on instagram yeah oks uh, medical consults oks medical, medical consult yeah one way facebook yes that's on uh, facebook um Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. So the same thing. Yeah. OKS Medical, Medical Consult. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Exactly. And phone number or WhatsApp 0249-699-809. Let me repeat the number one last time. 0249-699-809. So this is the official line to contact if you want to reach Doc. Thank you for being on the show. It's great to have you, Dr. Ohine. Kwabinasafu. Big man, Charlie. All right, that's all we have time for. Nana24 Barton is joining us with the news.